Good day, y'all, and welcome to episode 26 of the Aaron Wayne Podcast. Here we go, guys. This one's a blast. My friend Nicole, studio owner, yoga teacher, yoga teacher, trainer, mom, and all-around badass business lady came through for the podcast today. We talked a little bit about YTT, which is a yoga teacher training that she and I teach together, but we start the podcast off talking about what it's like to own a studio in 2019 to 2020. It's a wild time. What we're looking at from learning from the pandemic, what we're looking at for prepping for the next year. This one is a deep dive on what it's like to own a studio, what it's like to run a studio, also what it's like to go through a yoga teacher training program and how that can be hugely impactful on your life and your relationships. So with that, let's do it. Okay, so I'll do like a proper introduction and like introduce everybody to you with like a little bio before this. But um, when you say, when someone says, what do you do? Because I know you as like as a friend and as a colleague and as a yoga teacher. I'm just curious, like when someone asks like, what does Nicole do? Because you wear a lot of hats. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here with you, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> great, great first question. <laughs> I think I usually do say I own Imbalance Yoga, and I was just thinking about that today. I've actually done this job now for longer than I've done any of my other careers. Oh, I worked really? for the corporate world, going on eight years now. So the heart question is, hopefully I help people feel good, mm-hmm. um, either you know, mind, physically, emotionally, spiritually, through our movement and the yoga practice, and mm-hmm. the yoga does the work, but also all the service that we do mm-hmm. and the community and the connection here. But generally I say I own a balanced yoga. That's like the quick answer. And that's my full-time <laughs> job. And there's a lot of pieces that go into that. There's so many pieces. And um, just like having worked with you for the last like three years or so, and for the people at home, like Nicole was actually my yoga teacher trainer. Like that was my first introduction into like the yoga teacher training world. And we're going to talk all about like the YTT that we teach together and like what we have coming up uh, this fall at Imbalance and like online and in person. Like that's all super exciting. Um, but just a little background, like I'm, I'm super excited and like it's really been cool to see you as a business leader, as a yoga teacher, as someone who's like definitely like models all of the tools and the practices of yoga like the world gets chaotic right um our lives get chaotic and then you throw in pandemics and like you've just been like grooving and i know like internally it might be like oh, sometimes you know what i mean but like from the outside like you really seem like you're like striving and thriving <laughs> right and so i'm really curious what has what has the last year really been like? So like we're recording this podcast May of 21. Right. And we're sort of seeing, like I got a coffee this morning and I'm fully vaccinated and I didn't wear a mask because like I don't have to now, right? Um, And like I just overheard the new studio manager, Devin, and you talking about like opening the space up to more people because we've been limited for a long time. And like that has like community aspects that has financial aspects has all these different things so like what has the last year like what has it been like as a teacher as an owner all right this might be a little cheesy and personally too like i'm curious like what what's up with you like we don't get to do this this is the cool (laughs) thing about podcasting like we've said this before in ytt's when we do them like we get really deep and connected with the teacher trainees but then with the faculty like we're 
dialed in, like in the practice doing these things. So like we haven't had really time to like chat. So like what has the last year been like? Okay. Well, this happened yesterday, okay. teaching the 4.30 class here. And we got to the, the peak of, the, of that flow. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and everybody, like they needed a big pep talk. And I said, <laughs> all right, guys, this might be a little cheesy. And you know, over the past year, we can talk about this in a minute, but we have really haven't used music mm-hmm. um, to inspire because of the virtual piece mm-hmm. and the Zoom. But I said, this might be cheesy, but do you want to hear my theme song for the past year? And I went over and I played that song, I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> like, You're never going to keep Chubba me down. Wamba ch- uh, what, what is it, like Chubba Wamba Tum Thumping? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I played that and I just blasted it. Everybody started dying laughing. But that that's what the year's been like. It's every day prioritize um for me personally the studio has been my baby for Mm -hmm. eight years (laughs) i'm very grateful that i had my own real baby yeah and she's a pandemic baby she was born april 2020 so that was like right two weeks after we closed the physical doors at the studio she came along and what chaos right there yeah boom (laughs) but for my own personal mindset it gave me something else to love and to focus on mm-hmm. and to make my priority as the studio was really struggling and not profitable and mm-hmm. we were closed for two and a half months because if i hadn't had her you know i probably would have driven myself crazy just focused on the studio mm-hmm. and the environment and the condition and the performance and the mm-hmm. way things were so I'm grateful for that timing um, mm-hmm. that I had something else to just love and be present with mm-hmm. as the studio was going through what it was going through. The past year, it has showed me how much support we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost all of our teachers are either on reduced pay, which mm-hmm. you know, you're one of them, or on a trade or volunteer teaching. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, our mind body software, one out of four studios have closed across the country that they wow. work with. And you know, the I think the reason we haven't is we're blessed to be in Blacksburg, Virginia, in a very small town with a very strong community. Mm-hmm. People really care and they want imbalance to make it through Mm -hmm. and they're willing to donate their time and energy and effort and their heart to help us get through this pandemic and it's been 14 months now so the past year i've gotten to be a mom i've gotten to take a step back at the studio and see Mm -hmm. the big picture i know now how much good imbalance did before the pandemic and we're charged up to do that afterwards but how much it meant to all of our staff and teachers because of the way they've responded with Mm -hmm. their time and their donations and the volunteers it's just sorry it's one hell of a community here. yeah dude yeah and you feel very loved and embraced yeah so when i hear you say that um so i just i was at this wedding last weekend and i got to officiate it which is like another day another podcast like i'd love to talk to you about that but i was officiating this wedding and i was around this cohort of really really cool people and what that showed me is that the people that are drawn to people like said something about those people so like so like to say that more succinctly and to relate it to what you're saying the reason that imbalance is like not one of that 25% from the mind-body statistic is because there's so much communal equity built into this place that's derived from the teachers and from you and from Kay when she was here. Uh, Kay, for the people at home, was the manager for like 
five years, <coughs> something like right, that. Four and a half. Yep. Yeah, four and a half. And so like she built a lot of equity for the community. And then it's like the the idea of yoga is such a really interesting business, right? Because it is this like this spiritual like we're diving into the deeper layers of who we are and what it means to build community. And I think that that helped foster that sort of mindset of like, no, 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 we, we all get it. Like it's the whole world's upside down. Like what can people do to make sure that th this thing is worth keeping? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a Papa John's down the road, like bless the people that have those bit, like I'm not wishing ill on businesses, but like a yoga studio is a truly special place. And it takes a special person to like run a yoga studio. <laughs> Um, I'm curious to, I would love, I know I've heard this story, but I want people to know how you ended up with this studio because it's such a, like, and how that connects to like your, like you got into yoga when you were working in the corporate world right? and then YTT to studio owner. Yeah. Like that story is really funny. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I guess it shows my personality. I'm not a dip your toe in type yeah, person. No, I'm not. like, jump right in. Let's yeah. make this happen. Um, and I've done that with a few things in yeah. my life. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, um, I, yes, like you said, I, yoga, I never, I hated exercise actually. Mm -hmm. until, oh, I didn't know that. Until I found yoga. Okay. And yoga was what consistently brought me back every day to take care of myself and then mm -hmm. of course that opens so many other doors so i was working for cbs sports at the time mm -hmm. we traveled almost 300 days a year and i found a yoga studio wherever we traveled 300 days a year yeah i was platinum marion wow i yeah, stay anywhere in the world <laughs> for free um but you know so yoga was the practice i moved here when um in 2013 and yoga teacher training was something as a young adult moving to Blacksburg that I was like, oh, I, I want something that's my own here besides mm -hmm. being a young, no kids, mm -hmm. working professional. And mm -hmm. this was, I just took it to do something for myself. Mm -hmm. And then halfway through our yoga teacher training program, the studio owner at the time said she was going to seminary school and might be selling the studio. And literally, I was like, I, I'm interested. And, <laughs> Let me buy it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was married at the time. I went home to him and said, I want to buy the yoga studio. And luckily, he's an entrepreneur, um, owns his own business. And, uh, you know, we, we went for it. So literally, I... And your parents are entrepreneurs too, mm -hmm. right? They have a, um, like a... Business. A, a bit, they have a business in the area, or they did, they retired. So, yeah. like, you're from that, like, business, like, let's do some stuff yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, the funny thing is, I purchased the studio before I'd ever taught a yoga class. Mm -hmm. Knew I was purchasing the studio before I graduated the yoga teacher training program. Which is happened. bonkers. Like, this is why I wanted you to tell this story. Because I went through yoga teacher training program, and I was like... And a lot of people that go through YTT, they don't... They go in with what you were going in with. is like, I just want... To learn more. I want to learn more. I want to get into this yoga thing. Like my practice in, in my cl in the classroom is good and I like that and I want to get deeper. Like what are the other pieces of it, right? You started it as a physical thing and then like knowing you now, I mean, you, like you have a, a breath teacher, like you've been talking a lot about like music and sound and all these different things. Like we get into it for a lot of people as a physical thing and they just want to get a little bit deeper. And yeah. a, a lot of people have no intention of teaching let alone buying a studio before they finish their 200 hour. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, right place, right time. Uh, yeah. Opportunity presented itself. And uh, here we are. And what was that like? Like just, 
I mean, just how was that? How, how was that jump in? Oh, sure. Um, I kept my job at Virginia Tech mm-hmm. for about a year. It mm-hmm. did both. We, um, and, you know, I wanted the confidence. I had the business background mm-hmm. and the business experience mm-hmm. and all of that translated, you know, over very well. What I didn't have is the yoga teacher experience mm-hmm. and my own confidence to lead a studio from the yoga perspective. So I spent that time learning and mm-hmm. doing more training and more educational hours within the yoga world. Um, and then the business stuff, you know, you learn every day. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot this year and yeah. how we'll move forward. So it's owning a business is always um, a process yeah a for sure it's like very it's very organic mm-hmm. and like building ships as you're floating sometimes and you know there's like a lot of prep a lot of planning a lot of spreadsheeting and then at certain points it's like well we're gonna nail these planks on while we're floating yeah you know? and be willing to realize you were wrong or mm-hmm. adjust or make changes and pivot mm-hmm. and evolve and do things differently I'm curious, so um, I love that story. I'm glad you had, I'm glad the people listening got a chance to hear, like, this is Nicole, right? <laughs> this is who Nicole is, like, 200 hour, I like that, let's do that. Let's buy a studio, <laughs> you know? Um, and I love that about you. Um, I'm curious, so like, you brought this up, the, the, the pivoting, the movement, like, we talked about what the last year was like. What do you think the next year looks like? Because, and I know that, like, projecting, like, all of these things, but like maybe even the short term, like you and Devin were having a conversation before we started podcasting, like for the studio. And I also, because you're also really active in staying connected with other studio owners. I mean, you, there, there, there are ways to do this yoga studio ownership thing. And some people get like, this is my studio and this is what we do. But I've always been impressed with your willingness to cooperate and work with studio owners in the area broadly and like I mean you just know people you just you're connected in this space right you know these people and you know what they're up to so I'm curious like what does IBY look like in the next two to 12 months and then what do you also think about like this the yoga world 25 percent from mind body has gone out I mean that's just so bonkers to me Mm. that's a lot of loss yeah you know a lot of loss of community so I don't know what your thoughts are First, yes. I mean, that's what the word yoga means to me is connection and Mm -hmm. community. So the more we can collaborate and learn from, I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel here, Mm -hmm. like what works for our communities. So that's why I love those relationships with all the different teachers, mentors, studio owners that we have. And how can we work together for Mm -hmm. this good cause? Um, As far as the world, what I see is we will need yoga or wellness Mm -hmm. more than anything moving forward with the pandemic and people being isolated and removed from their communities and disconnected we needed it before and now it's even more obvious like in our face like Mm -hmm. even right now to sit across from you this close without Mm -hmm. our mask on like Mm -hmm. your coffee story a minute ago i mean it's like you know, whoa, like, wait, and, the hell are we and, doing? and this, you know, I used to be like really leaning in, I know, yeah. like, so how do we teach people to lean in again, mm-hmm. um, to that? And so I think, I think we will see the pandemic has taught us how important your own physical health is hundred percent. Um, but also mental health mm-hmm. and the, you know, like just that isolation and disconnection yoga can really help depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. some of those things um, mentally uh, for our mental health. Mm-hmm. So I think yoga is going to be really important as long as 
you know, it's just how now do we help people jump back in? Yeah. And some of them are not going to be like me and jumping all in. That's the, the title cliff. of this podcast. Yeah. I'm going to title it, <laughs> Nicole Jumps In. <laughs> yeah. And some are going to be dipping toes and fingers and testing mm-hmm. the waters. But I, the, what I see for us, to answer your question, I think the summer is still going to be slow. I mm-hmm. mean, yoga studios are very seasonal. Mm-hmm. In summer, it's hotter. More people could do things outside. They're walking, hiking, taking summer vacations. Schools are out. Parents are home with children. You got mm-hmm. summer vacation. Virginia Tech, our biggest employer, mm-hmm. is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, so our summer will be slow. However, I do think we've been under the uh, executive order mm-hmm with a limited restricted capacity Mm -hmm. that I think is going to be lifted soon. So our numbers might increase only because we've been so restricted for Mm -hmm. the last 14 months. I think for us, we need to just keep doing what we're doing, get through the summer. And I'm hoping by here, by fall, September, we can be in a thriving space and starting to rebuild and move forward. Um, we just did a survey to our members, which we did lose, you know, over 50% of our membership over the past 14 months. And, and there was like a real steady, like in conversations and like talking with your business coach and like, we were like, as a team, it was like memberships, like, let's build this, let's build this community. Let's like, from a business standpoint, it's beneficial. And then from a community standpoint, and then there was a huge push for that. And then like, bam, let's <laughs> yeah. cut half of that off. Yeah. You know? Let's just start over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just sent a survey out to our members. And the only question I really, out of that survey, wanted to know is, okay, have, have you been vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Have you had one shot? Or no, I have not been vaccinated. And 93% so far wow. have been fully vaccinated. Now, we just sent out the survey. Not everybody's turned mm-hmm. it in yet, so I'm still waiting to get the final numbers from our members, but that will be good information for our community to know that yeah. 90% or so have been vaccinated, and mm-hmm. we'll see what the final number is. We'll post it in the newsletter and on social media, but just as an awareness, I, you know, there's so many unknowns, mm-hmm. but that's the information that we have on who's been vaccinated so Mm -hmm. far as part of our uh, community so we you know we we tried to do everything from Mm -hmm. outdoor classes online on demand you know really um it was an added value this on-demand piece isn't that crazy in the virtual yeah you know if we'd have done it before the pandemic Mm -hmm. we were forced to do it with Mm -hmm. the pandemic but now we will keep it Mm -hmm. moving forward um yeah so yeah, there were like, you know, a year or two ago, there were like little trickles of that idea. Like I had been working with the idea because, I, you know, I just like playing with media. That's why I have a podcast. You know what I mean? I just like the idea of playing with things and editing things and working with things. And so I've been playing with that idea for a while. And I think maybe I'd had like a small conversation with you or Kay and then like it fizzled from probably my end because <laughs> I'm busy, too. Um, but like I agree, the pandemic was it, it created the situation. It's like no, people need yoga what tools do we have at our disposal to give it to them? And the on-demand, the online classes and the on-demand stuff, like that, that is an enduring thing. And like, as we're going through all this pandemic stuff, I've been really thinking about what will endure, you know, like what are we gonna learn? So we talked about 50% of memberships cut out and um, like all these different, like how structuring the space, like how have we been structuring the space? So it's, 
if we phrase it in, if in our mind, if we frame it in our mind as like, okay, this chaotic thing has happened, where does it create opportunities for us to restructure things in a way that's actually like we were moving in a direction, not just in the yoga space, but like personally, like all these different things. Like I was moving this way and now I had to rethink everything. So yeah. like what decisions can I make after that? Like how can I restructure things? Like I just reevaluate. Yeah. yeah. Like the framing of it, I think is super important. Um, and so I want to talk about YTT. Okay. I want to talk about YTT. So I think that it would be helpful for people to know a little bit about Kunga and like, yes, that, but then I think the story of how you got involved with Kunga is like an interesting story. Sure. So if you'd be willing to kind of share like what, what it is and you know, you and I have done this a million times. Kunga is like, we've done this yeah. a million times, but I think that like that little snip is helpful for people to know, like this is a, like service-based, like we're, we're doing the yoga, we're bringing it into the world. But then I also think that your idea of like why you brought it to IBY is also like speaks to you and what you've cultivated here and then also speaks to what Kunga is. Sure. So. so first, for anybody listening, YTT stands for Yoga Teacher Training. Oh yeah, I should, I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're in a very unique position at Imbalance. We offer our public classes, which are on the schedule and anyone can come take, but then we have a yoga teacher training school with excellent faculty hey, hey, <laughs> hey. yeah i'm a faculty member <laughs> full disclosure <laughs> so we have our faculty but we're a yoga teacher training school too so we help um, students become yoga teachers or like we were talking about earlier just to learn more about themselves mm -hmm. and the, the history of yoga and their practice and propel that um, if they're interested in the so, ayurveda and the assist the anatomy I mean it's it's comprehensive it is it's very complete mm -hmm. um, so the word kunga is a word um, an African word to serve to help to reconcile and so this yoga teacher training you know all of them meet the requirements of yoga alliance which mm -hmm. yoga alliance is just our national governing mm -hmm. board our credibility mm -hmm. and you know there's going to be anatomy history and you know all the different things to check the syllabus. Mm -hmm. What makes this one difference is the service component. 100%. And that we work with these nonprofits and how do we go out in the world and serve and really act on our passions and service mm -hmm. and give back yeah. um, to the community. So that piece is different. Of course, with this one, we also learn nonviolent communication mm -hmm. is one of the top three tenets, which is like compassionate communication. Fundamentally has changed my life. It has fundamentally changed who, like, I, you know, we all come to places in, into space with all the things that we've built over the decades. Mm -hmm. And NVC, Needs and Value-Based Communication or Nonviolent Communication, has fundamentally changed my marriage. It has changed the way that I communicate with colleagues. It's, yeah. it's everything. I mean, yeah. whether people do YTT with us or not, like, read Marshall Rosenberg's book. I think it will, it will change. I could change the world with that. Yes. You know, he, he definitely could. So. Yes. And so... That's a big piece of it. You mentioned the Ayurveda, which mm -hmm. is you know the sister science of yoga. What we eat, our daily routines, our um, you know our lifestyle, how mm -hmm. that approach affects our health and wellness, and to look at that first, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then um, also you know that we're um, compassionate to all beings, you mm -hmm. know, and the cruelty-free living. How can we live a life with this? little harm as possible mm -hmm. so those are like top big things the service and then we get into all the special populations which as a new yoga teacher 
I was so intimidated to teach at the time prenatal mm -hmm. or seniors or trauma informed. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to really have those lectures and practices and speak to that. It really prepares our students to be able to go out and to serve and to teach to any age, ability, size, space, wherever they are. Um, and so it doesn't, just to jump in, it doesn't even have to be like a specific class like seniors or prenatal. I remember just speaking about you, uh, you and me, I was teaching a class at our second location, the CRC, uh, which is the Corporate Research Center here in Blacksburg, and uh, you were pregnant at the time, you were like seven months pregnant, and like kept your practice, kept moving, kept grooving, and I had this whole class planned where we were going to like start on locust pose, which is your, on your belly, and we're going to do like a lot of heart opening, and like had I not had that toolkit from having gone through Kunga, uh, like, I would have not been able to adjust and adapt. Do you know what I mean? And, and feel good about your and, class. And feel good about the class. Like, like, so I have someone here who's seven months pregnant and I have 12 or 15 other people. Like I need a toolkit that works for all these people. Yeah. And not what programs do. I mean, our program does that. I haven't gone through many YTTs, so like I can't speak to that, but our program does that, you yeah. know? So. Yeah, they're all different. Now, how I found Kunga is a funny story. I like this story. Yeah. Um, I had gone down to Wilmington Yoga Center mm -hmm. and to do a training. It was called um, Five Elements and Ayurveda Teacher Training. I'd always been interested. I had taken a practice and you know wanted to go down there. And I'm in the training. At this point, I own the studio. I'm doing imbalances, their own yoga teacher training mm -hmm. program. We had our own yoga teacher training mm -hmm. program. We outsourced to all the different teachers. And I'm in this training and the lead faculty for that training is just on me constantly, like a coach. I mean, like, Nicole, do this, Nicole, do this, Nicole, you can do better. Like, at one point, she even grabbed my forearm and was like guiding me around the room to be better. Yeah. And it was one of those moments I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I either wanted to like melt down into the floor mm -hmm. and cry or hide or melt away or give her what she, mm -hmm. the potential she saw in me, like mm -hmm. a, a good coach would do. So I chose, of course, you know, it's me. I jumped right in, <laughs> you know, chose what she was seeing. And after class, I'm trying to roll up my mat and get out of there as fast like, as I, I could. Oh yeah, I mean, I was gonna jet, jet out the back door. And I'm rolling it up and my back's to her and she's like, um, you know, I do an apprenticeship every year. Would you be interested? And you know, I'm looking around to be like, who is she talking to? Somebody else, right? Yeah, I was like, she's not talking to me. She just humiliated me yeah. in yeah. front of this yeah. entire class. And she was talking to me. And um, then to come to find out, she meant, you know, for Imbalance to not do their teacher training, adopt and come a part of the Kunga program mm -hmm. and be the first Kunga affiliate in the state of Virginia and to have this program here and it didn't really take me much time to think about it because once I realized all the good and all the service and the working with the nonprofits, I was like, I would be a really selfish studio owner mm -hmm. if I knew about this opportunity mm -hmm. and then chose not to bring it back to this area. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, you, you guys understand the business world. I mean, we give up a percentage of our revenue because mm -hmm. it's their program, their curriculum, their mm -hmm. manual. They've been around since 2003. I wanted to give that up to bring that service and that, um, you know, value system here. Mm -hmm. Which was a huge upfront investment, but that's, I think, speaks to what Kunga is, like the idea of service, both to like the body, the community, but then the broader world. So like the organizations that we work with, um, Homes of Hope, which 
takes care of uh, young girls in India and has built they're at almost 25 20. There are 25. Okay, yeah. my goodness. Orphanages um, in India and in Sri Lanka now. Oh, good, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then there's a couple other organizations. So Yoga Village, which is an organization that brings yoga to communities in the southeast, and then um, Farm Sanctuary, which is an organization that just like takes animals off of terrible factory farm conditions and lets them live their lives. Mm-hmm. And so the a portion of the money that goes to, towards the YTT program goes directly to those organizations. So yes. to your point, like the idea of I, Nicole, as a studio owner, now know that this is an option, right? I can still have a profitable business. I can still have a curriculum that is teaching yoga to people to deepen their practice and to become teachers. And if I were to like do my own thing, it wouldn't be, it would, it, I, I hear what you're saying. Like it would have felt like selfish. Like yeah. I'm just letting this opportunity go to the wayside, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's been really rewarding and uh, the founders are really good friends of mine now. We're actually going down next Wednesday yeah, uh, right to on. spend four days with them down in Wilmington. So it's been a really, really great collaboration and partnership. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And we're experimenting with a new model this year. Yep. So, so coming up, Aaron and I are ay, co-leading ay, ay. Um, <laughs> August through November, a four-month program, which is new. And, mm-hmm. you know, right now, if you were thinking about doing a yoga teacher training, it's so flexible and there's mm-hmm. such a uh, gracious space around it mm-hmm. with the schedule of how much you can do online or pre-recorded again, or in another, person. Again, or, another benefit of this COVID thing. Yeah. Like, we can plop an iPad and do all of this stuff to people in space that feel comfortable and want to come into space. But we can also teach people. So we're in Blacksburg, Roanoke's 40 minutes away from here. If someone can't make it because they have a babysitter, like they can just tune in and do the, the YTT online, yep. you know, or in Florida or, or in California. Florida. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like people that listen to the podcast all over the place. Like you want to do this program, like do it online. Yeah. It, we're here. And we've done the remote. So how was the remote thing for you? Because I haven't done the YTT in remote. I've been te- I'm a public school teacher, so like I've been doing that for the last year and a half. But you know, there's positives, uh, pros and cons to mm-hmm. both sides. I think we've done a really, really great job of keeping the connection mm-hmm. and being present and seeing people. And and when I say remote, I mean hybrid. Yeah, I've been teaching the remote like YTTs, but the hybrid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we started that um, two months ago with our 300-hour program, which is the next stage um, after you have your, you know, foundational for those that are listening. Um, so it worked really well. I mean, we had, we had three different computers set up mm-hmm. so that they could see us. Like you're we, about to take off in an airplane or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know, there's a lot more technology involved, but we set it up in an easy way. We have our projector. We know what you know, we're doing now mm-hmm. um, to be able to connect with the students that are there, but also really see each of our participants online too mm-hmm. and how to hold space for both parties. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, you know, it, it definitely we had to work out the kinks in the beginning, but it the more times you do it, the smoother For it sure. gets. Yeah. It's I'm also excited. really helped with people that want to rehear the information mm-hmm. and we're able to record it, send mm-hmm. it to them, or if they miss because of life, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, it helps with the makeup sessions. So I'm excited. Man. All those things. I'm excited. Um, but this will be our 11th program that you and I are doing in the fall. That's um, crazy. At Imbalance. And, you know, this first new format, the first hybrid, the first yoga teacher training back in person since the pandemic. I'm so, so excited for that. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. So. Um, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I don't even have words for it. 
Um, I've missed it, you know. Um, I really do love the the remote option, and you know, going into it, we were sort of like put in a position where it's like, well, we have to do a remote option. And I was mildly hesitant in the beginning, and then seeing how much people valued being se- like we were, people were isolated, yeah. and even though it was a Zoom screen, like they were connected, they were engaged, um, and they got value out of it, you yeah. know, because the our six month program got cut in half, like it was two two months in person, and then the last five or four or five were um, remote, oh, and I was I was I was like I hope these people still find value, but then just like seeing them. They were totally dialed in. They were ready for it, and they needed it. They wanted it. And then um, the three-week that we did over the summer, like, people even more so, you know, because they'd even been more isolated for longer. They, yeah. th- it's What a gift. Mm-hmm. What a blessing for all of the people, from all the people who've spent decades and cent- a century trying to master all this technology so that we can stay c- connected in a distanced way. Yeah. But I am totally excited to, like, have bodies back in space and be working with that, too. So. Yeah. I think it just goes to show how much people crave learning, mm-hmm. you know, and you can set up the environment that they're most comfortable in, but it's just as humans, we love learning and yeah. continuing and education and connection Yeah, and having our community. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Well, do you want to add anything? Just that, you know, when I asked you if you wanted to do this podcast, you're like, yes, that's a great idea. I wish I would have thought of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now you got to take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, that's how well Aaron and I work together. Mm-hmm. And we're really looking forward to working with you again, you know, mm-hmm. August through November for this program. I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. All right. Thanks, us, Nicole. Yeah, thank you. Um, let us know if you have any questions. Uh, anything to tag, like social media stuff? Yeah, follow us at Imbalance Yoga Blacksburg on Instagram or Imbalance Yoga on Facebook mm-hmm. and our website. Sign Imbalance. up for the newsletter. Yep. Newsletter throws everything out. All these updates that we're talking about yeah. will be in written form. That's right. Practice with us online or in person. We'd love, mm-hmm. to, love to meet you. And I'll put all these links in the show notes, so we'll be good. Great. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you guys would like her. Isn't she awesome? Anything you need about Nicole is going to be in the show notes. Follow along with the podcast, rate, review, subscribe, all those things. And uh, shoot me an email or a DM. Everything's at Aaron Wayne Yoga. So AaronWayneYoga.com, Instagram, all that stuff. You can find me. Just Google me. Kind of a big deal. See you guys on the next one. Peace out, guys.